there are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are golden retrievers. Which means Tubi is more popular than using meat-flavored toothpaste. More popular than never figuring out what W-A-L-K spells. More popular than kicking your leg when a human rubs your belly just right. Tubi. It's more popular than golden retrievers. See you in there. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Anna Marie Cox. Welcome to With Friends Like These. Today, I have a friend like this. Rick Wilson, former practitioner of the dark arts, still a practitioner of the dark arts, but on our side this time. Rick, how are you? I am well, thank you. How are you enjoying the... How are you enjoying the pre-Christmas season? You know, we could sit here and make small talk, and it would, <laughs> it would be kind of funny in a meta way to just be like, oh, you know, it snowed today, and like, what do you want for Christmas? And Right. But, While the world burns around us. Well, yeah, that's the, it's the burning. It's the burning. Well, burn, a yeah. sea of radioactive fire rises on all sides. <laughs> yeah. So, Rick, I am watching the Democrats handle this impeachment thing. Yes. And I I was pro impeachment. I still think I mean the motherfucker should should be impeached. He he committed crimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh I don't think this is going great. Well, I got a <laughs> lot of blowback from democratic leaning folks and democratic leaning friends um this week for an article I wrote in the Daily Beast where I said essentially I don't think this is going like y'all thought it was going to go. Yeah. And they, they all accuse me of being, oh, you're just a Republican at heart. You're trying to just – no, 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 no. I hate Donald Trump and my hatred of him has nothing to do with it. But, but this is the one shot you get to impeach him, the one bite of the apple. And you better do it right. And you better not do any fucking thing else while you're doing it. Yeah. And the fact that they went to the White House – with a trade bill, and now they're talking about prescription drugs and all this other stuff. You know, as I always say, an election is a referendum on the incumbent. This election is a referendum on Donald Trump. So the signal of impeachment, even if you can't get it through the Senate, is that he is outside the boundaries. He is a lawless individual. He has violated his oath of office. And on the other hand, you're sending the message of, well, we can work with the president on infrastructure and prescription drugs and this and that and the other. What the actual living hell? I mean, it just – it's strategically just so tone deaf and I, 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 I found it to be a very disappointing moment because I think Pelosi's handled this very well to date. Do, sorry. Do you hear me banging my head? I, 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 I Metaphorically and literally. <laughs> I am so upset, Rick. <laughs> Like, because I think you're right. Like, you can't. We just what the fuck? Like, I thought. Well, yeah. Look, prior prior to Ukraine, 
as as you probably remember, I was a impeachment skeptic. Yes, you were. And Why, my we've reasoning, talked about it. Yes. Yeah, my reasoning was that Mitch McConnell will go, ha, 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 fuck you. But as it turns out, it's it's worse than that because mm-hmm. it's 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 put this it's put this impulse into the minds of democrats that they need some do goodery to convince report, voters when, that oh, they're that they're doing some oh, nice things oh, oh, and it's just crap oh my god rick rick tell me would you have advised this if the situation were reversed no like if the situation were with, reversed back in the day be, back in the oh, day if right. this is a situation, if you were still Republican, would you be like, mmm, let's go work with that Democrat that's being impeached? That'll really. Oh, uh, I, I would have kneecapped anyone who suggested it. I would have dragged him out back and beat him senseless. <laughs> There's no scenario where this makes sense politically. I mean, and again, and I say this to Democrats who, who you know, they're like, oh, I don't believe you even after all this time. Right. When I'm saying you're not doing it right. It's not because I'm. I have some glee that Trump is beating them. Uh, because I think Trump beating them is, oh, I don't know, proximate doom to the goddamn republic. But it is. It, it is just this like uh, insane degree to which they are bad at reading the politics that exist in the world. This is a binary election. You know, last time they turned it into a binary election, and it was Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, and they managed to beat Hillary Clinton in the Electoral College because they turned it into a binary election. Mm -hmm. You had a lot of Democrats in Michigan and Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Ohio, who didn't love Donald Trump, but they hated her. And and now the signal gets confusing. So these suburban voters go, well, I I want them to reduce prescription drug prices. Maybe if they can work with them, uh, well, okay, well, maybe maybe this will work out. Yeah, you're offering like, oh, yes, he's terrible. He's a threat to Republic. But, you know, hey, we can work with him. And if, hey, we can work with him is how you end the sentence. Then that's Donald Trump for four more years. Yeah. And then that's that's Donald Trump Jr. for eight more years, and then that's Ivanka Trump for eight more years, and you welcome to Trump world because they they look. Part of this is that Donald Trump is an accomplished con man, and he knows that in, in his his con, he knows what Democrats love to do. They love to feel like they're accomplishing things, and he also knows that suckers, that especially a guy like <laughs> Chuck Schumer, who's transactional, right. okay, wants to spend money. And the, and he he recognizes that the soft spot of a guy like Schumer is he thinks that Schumer is going to win this. He thinks that Schumer is going to fall for the trick of, hey, Chuck, we're going to throw $300 billion of infrastructure spending and you're going to get half of it to divvy up with your people. Well, even if that's the case, what are you doing? Yeah. These 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 elections are in these are in these states where big suburbs like Arizona, it's going to be decided in the ring suburbs. It's going to be decided in the ring and, suburbs. And also, Rick, it's going to be decided by whether or not people of color turn out. And if correct. you're if you're working with the guy who's like uh-huh. an unrepentant racist, like, yeah. I don't think that sends a great message either. Right. right. No, no. It, look, it, that's ex- exactly right. It's it says to these suburban and look, I know this is a cliche, but it's a happens to be true. It's going to send this message to suburban women voters who have run away from the GOP. You know, he's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he says some crazy shit, but, he, he, you know, we can work with him on an infrastructure bill. We can work with him on a pre- prescription drug bill. And you're right. It says to African-American voters and Hispanic voters, hey, you know what? 
um, racists in Charlottesville, both sides good people, and uh, kids in cages, you know, it's a problem, but we got to pass an infrastructure bill so we can build bridges. Fuck you. I mean, that's, that's the answer. And that's how you win the Electoral College. Yeah. And if if he does that, if he tricks them into doing that, which I think is, is frankly, almost a foregone conclusion, because, look, when you make a risky bet, you have to play it through. If you don't have any other cards in your hand, when you make a risky bet, you have to play it all the way through. I mean, a lot of my infamous TV ads were risky bets, not because we just wanted to run dickish TV ads. They were risky bets because we were down in the polls. We didn't we didn't have enough money to do but one big trick. So if you're going to do one big trick, you better do it. You better pull it off. And if your one big trick is impeachment, don't distract your own voters with this bullshit, you know, kumbaya. That's where I want to I want to land for a second because you, that's that's what the bullshit is is that Democrats are afraid of being bad guys. That yeah. is that's the problem. And and they're in a Republican Party has never been afraid of it, and that's why they win. They are not afraid to. This is something that they say on Chapo <laughs> Trap House a lot. But like politics are about power. It's it's a yes. it is about power. That is ultimately what politics is about. Like it's yes, it's about policy. Yes, it's about building bridges. Whatever, whatever. Ultimately, it's about whether or not you can make someone do something. And Republicans have never been shy about using all the levers they can. Right. To get whatever it is they want to get done. And Democrats are just like, oh, no, 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 no. We, 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 we'll just, we got to make this work for the long term or whatever. That's look where it's gotten us. One of the critiques of me to this day with Democrats is, oh, well, you know, you did all these horrible things to us. You, you did all these horrible things. You did. What was the definitional character of those horrible things? <laughs> it was that I and my candidates and my teams found weaknesses and ruthlessly and relentlessly exploited them. And the whole idea of, well, we don't want to win dirty. We don't want to win by being bad people who have to do questionable moral things. Well, then guess what? That's why Democrats lost 1,100 seats in the 90s and 2000s. That's why they lost 38 state legislatures. That's why Republican judges are are majorities on the benches in 35 states. That's why they lose is because they can't pull the fucking trigger when they have to. And it's it's and that doesn't mean that you that you uh, have to revel in it, or it doesn't mean that you have to to take joy in it. But if this is an existential fight to save the republic, well, then you do everything you have to do. I mean, and I'm not saying break the law, and I'm not saying use violence or any of that shit. But do you really want to go and like Democratic members who are falling for the trickery of moderate Republicans right now, going to them and saying? Oh, I want to get a bipartisan bill with you. Why does why does Cory Gardner or Martha McSally or Sue Collins want to go do bipartisan legislation? It's not because they want to do legislation. It's because they have to go home to these moderate states they're from and say, well, I'm trying to work with the other side. Well, what a smart strategic move would be from the Democrats is to say, fuck you. You're still Trump's people. Fuck you. Yeah. But, of course, you know, the kumbaya sucker punch is always out there. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, I was going to say, like, I don't think you have to do, like, every bad trick in the book, but you have to be unafraid to exercise the power that you have, right? Like, and that's yep. what you're talking about. Like, I would argue that Republicans have done stuff that I don't think Democrats should do. I Suppressed votes is, like, the thing that leaps to mind. And I don't think you need to do stuff that's even on the margins of the law. But in terms of rhetoric, right, 
Like at the very least, rhetoric. And trickery. And trickery, (laughs) yes. Rhetoric and trickery. Those things are on the table. And I think if we're going to call Trump a bad guy, he's credibly accused of rape. He's a admitted sexual assailant. He caged children. Children have died. Died. Are dying. Yes. He has put children in prisons. Um, he is he is a he is a business fraud. He's a charity fraud. He's a inveterate liar. He is all these things. And yet, so what's the message? Okay, yeah, we'd love to sit down with this president and work out a trade deal. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> what? It's not even that good a trade deal. <laughs> no, it's basically NAFTA NAFTA reboot. It's nothing special. Yeah. We all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. We eat kale salads. We drink green smoothies. I try to do both. But we're still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. So enter Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food in all their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm than good. Just two easy-to-take capsules provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. I have spoken at length about how much I love Ritual. I love that it's a subscription system because I am not someone who goes to the drugstore that often. I don't like to go to stores that often. I'm a millennial-ish person. I'm probably Gen X, but I am a person who doesn't like to do errands. So I don't go to stores. So Ritual is delivered. It's delivered on a monthly basis. I never miss one. And, of course, they smell minty fresh. And because they are packaged the way they're packaged, they do not upset your stomach if you take them before you have food. From D3 to Omega-3, Ritual's Essentials for Women helps fill the gaps in your diet They have a no-nausea capsule. It's gentle on an empty stomach. And there is a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh. By the way, here's a hack for you. I save those minty tabs at the bottles and put them in other vitamin bottles. So all of my vitamins smell minty now. Ritual is traceable and transparent. For obsessive label readers, all of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the whole world to see. And Ritual is delivered. A subscription is easy to start. It's easy to snooze. It's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month. No strings attached. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash friends to start your ritual today. That's 10% off your first three months at ritual.com slash friends. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. We have to move on to something else, which is that, so I have been walking around the past week being like, he's going to get reelected. Motherfucker's going to get reelected. This is it. This is it. You know, we fucked this up. Like, he, he nothing, we, this impeachment will happen. 
It will happen. It will go mm-hmm. through probably they'll like do the trial over Christmas. That's my prediction. <laughs> right. And then he'll just keep doing what he's doing. It's not that he's like um you throw things and it sticks to him and it's not like it's Teflon. It's more like a Borg phenomenon where you throw things at him mm-hmm. and he just absorbs it. Right? He just gains power. <laughs> well, and and this is uh, and this is Part of why I wrote the new book that's coming out. Oh, yes. You wrote a new book. Do you want to say what the name is? I do. It's called Running Against the Devil. Mm -hmm. So tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us more. Part of what I've done in the book is is as a warning shot describing how much worse it's going to get, first Mm -hmm. off. But secondly, telling folks what are the tricks that Republicans are going to use against the Democrats in this election. And I'm pretty good at these tricks because I wrote a lot of them. And I was I, I implemented more of them. And I'm I'm a master at the trickery and the scummy fake lies and bullshit that Democrats are going to pull their hair out and go, I can't believe they're doing that to us. This book is a warning on how to expect it, how to prepare for it, how to punch back on it. And I will say this, I really want people to understand that there is no low that this Trump campaign will stoop to, that, that, that should surprise anyone. There is no bottom. There will be things they will do that are the most repulsive things. It, it will make stuff that I've done in the past look like, you know, a Boy Scout jamboree. They're going to go dark and deep and ugly, and it's going to get terrible. And whoever the Democratic nominee turns out to be, they better be ready for it, and they better be ready for some truly terrible shit to come their way. And I hope the book helps prepare that uh, folks for that. I also think, Rick, that they're going to cheat. Oh, God, yes. That's what I think. And I'm not sure. That's one of those things that I think we should try not to do on on our side is the cheating part. But, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, know, there's a saying in SEC football, which is um, if you didn't win, you didn't cheat hard enough. That's correct. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it's tempting. But, like, I don't, you know, Russia Russia does not – um, profit uh, does not profit as much. They do not benefit as much as if, if from a Democrat, an institutionalist, I should say, anyone in office who isn't a you know wrecking ball. They want a wrecking ball, so that's that's who they got. That's who they're going to support. You have to preview with this a little. I didn't want this to turn into an ad for the book, but goddamn it, Rick! Like, what is something <laughs> we can do that's not cheating? <laughs> One of the things comes down purely to research and preparation. Right. And that is understanding that they're going to do things that that look and sound so ridiculous, but that are about maintaining their base and keeping their base fired up mm-hmm. and and on on how to respond to a lot of the negative things that are going to come out at, at the Democratic nominee. A lot of those things are going to hit that are going to hit Democrats are going to be like there will be a panoply of fake things, as we saw with Hillary Clinton. Oh, now the technology is so much better. They need to be ready for that stuff. There is a chapter on uh, – it's basically a hypothetical on what happens when Joe Biden uh, – when a convincing piece of video comes out of Joe Biden calling Barack Obama the N-word politician. Mm. If you don't think that's possible, you know, just Google deep fakes and you'll learn it very quickly how possible it is. They're going to do things like that. And I walk through how to prepare for things like that and how to start pushing back and how to work with the media in this country who still want to play both sides. Well, on the one hand, the Republican campaign said this, you know, even though it was an absurd lie created in a laboratory to piss people off and and destroy our democracy. Um, 
but it 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 a lot of it is also about getting much harder and much more objective about where to fight and how to fight. You know, the idea you have to fight everywhere and you have to make everybody happy and make woke Twitter happy, bullshit. You have to make voters in in the 15 swing states happy. You have to focus on them. You have to win the race where it's where it's going to really be fought. Because I assure you, they will not be fighting on their side to win this race anywhere else except for where, where the electoral college is in play. I think that that advice is is good advice for people who that actually operate political campaigns. Um, I'm thinking about drilling down more to people who are listening to this podcast. And sure. you did give me an idea, though, which is that you should not stand for fucking fake both sides bullshit in your media. I think right. that that's one of the few places that besides like giving money to candidates, which fine, do that. Well, I, I also want to say this. A lot of Democrats in states where the election is over, because um, we know how Massachusetts and New York and California are going to vote. We know that. But there are a lot of people in those states. Those folks still have a role they could be playing. There's a lot of volunteerism and digital activism that can be done now um, that involves making calls. It involves, you know, sending emails, involves, you know, online social media activity in support of the candidate or the nominee. Those folks, um, instead of bitching that, you know, that Elizabeth Warren or Joe Biden or whomever the nominee turns out to be isn't coming to California enough times because they shouldn't go there at all, they need to be put to work. They need to understand that their direct personal contact still has an incredible power in politics. And direct asks of people have direct – have enormous power. Did you vote? Are you going to vote? Can you come out and vote for Joe? Can you come out and vote for Elizabeth? Can you come out and vote for Pete? Whatever it is. you know, getting people involved in the actual process of the election, uh, even if they're not in places where the election's contested, you know, we live in a world where phone calls are free now. We live in a world where email is free now. And talking to people and touching other folks and encouraging them to get on board and to keep them motivated, I think, is an important uh, role that could be played by a lot of folks who haven't really fully felt like the campaign is going to be relevant in their state. Rick, I actually just felt like we might be able to join hands and sing Kumbaya about that particular little rant of yours. Uh, well, we almost we almost <laughs> And I was just sitting could. here smiling, thinking, like, who who would have thunk that this is the kind of rhetoric you would get from Rick Wilson like three years ago? Maybe three <laughs> years ago, but not four years ago, I'd say. Um, it's real, and you're you're obviously correct. And also, I want to point out that you're the the brace may be over at your state level, but look at your local local level. Look at Abs- your school oh, board. Look at your state legislature. Then run, maybe like. People don't run for that shit. They need to run for it. You oh, know? look, uh, this is something – and I will tell you a quick story about this. Um, people say, like, how the Republicans take over all these blah, blah, blahs, all these states and districts and counties? You know what we did? Back in the early 90s, there was this, there was this game plan where we would go out and say, OK, you got to run for the county water board or – I mean, in Florida, it was like, I kid you not, you're going to laugh – the Mosquito Control Board. <laughs> No, I imagine that's um, a big deal. And these guys ground their way up from school board seats to county commission seats to sheriff's offices to state house to state senate. And it was this long march. And Democrats are so ad hoc. They're so just like, okay, somebody will run, I guess. So, uh, you, know, you go out and recruit candidates and get them in the game. 
And if you and don't wait to get recruited either. Like actually, that's my find out if some if people are running for those stupid little offices in your district because people sometimes they literally you know this like people yeah. literally don't run. So there's a funny story. Last year we saw that there was a a, a seat that was that the the incumbent had not filed for, <laughs> and. I'm not kidding. The great story. My wife jumps in the car and races down to the state supervisor of elections and and starts filling out the filing paperwork. And all she had to do was to sign that paper, and 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 she would have been unopposed in the election. She didn't live in the district, but that sort of thing happens all the time. Now, the, what happened is the guy had realized he had not filed his paperwork and raced to the office to get there in time. He got there with like one minute to spare. But, it, you know, that sort of thing is out there and seats go unfilled and unchallenged all the time. And if you're thinking about donating money somewhere, like the difference that $500 can make or $50 or $5 can make in a presidential campaign versus what it can make in like a judicial campaign, a local, you know, county judge. A, a local – a county commission race in this country, if they raise $100,000, it's a big deal. Yeah. And and, and many, many, many spend more like five. Like, oh, and if I can have one more rant about how bad Democrats are at this, <laughs> you guys need a better class of billionaire. I'm not. No, no, no. You cannot. No, not me. Sorry. Mike Mike Bloomberg <laughs> has spent $100 million. As of tomorrow, he'll cross $100 million on TV alone. Okay? I know. I mean, we need— That would capture—that that would recapture the U.S. Senate. I okay. You can't say you to me about Democrats. Number one. All right. I I, I, I understand you people. Okay. And also, Mike Bloomberg's not a fucking Democrat. I mean, like neither is Bernie for that matter. Well, but you know what I'm saying. Yes, I know. And actually, I don't think. The, See, ironically, I don't think those labels are that important. But I do think that billionaires no. should just like buy an expensive mirror. You know, <laughs> like pay someone to film you in a in a set that is looks like the White House. <laughs> and then, the Bloomberg thing in particular yeah. is is this race is absolutely going to, um, you know, it's now been dragged out for another month, month and a half because of the vanity of Tom Steyer and Mike Bloomberg. Okay, I don't want to end on that note. <laughs> Let's see. Rick, how are you going to be spending your holidays, Rick? Um, going up to Nashville to see my daughter. That sounds lovely. That yes, sounds amazing. I'm looking forward to it. I am very much looking forward to it. And, and then it's my last bit of freedom before book tour starts in January. So, Well, I know that you are going to take special care to really appreciate all of that. And I do my best. All of us should. That is how you get the energy to keep fighting. That and caffeine, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you recharge yourself with times with loved ones. And yes, caffeine. Exactly. All right. I'll send you some coffee. All right, my dear. All right. Bye-bye, Rick. Talk to you soon. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Hi, it's Martha Stewart 
You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 